T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Hey, Lee. Hey there, Tara. All right, sorry. Your phone malfunctioned. Um, I, I apologize. No, I, you know what I think one of the most telling things is this weekend? And I know we were talking about this earlier. Leon Panetta, again, Defense Secretary for Barack Obama, going on CNN and going, we don't have to shoot this thing down, right? Think about what a lie that shows the Biden administration is told here. Well, I mean, because they just let it keep going for days. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to shoot it down. It might hurt somebody. It's too dangerous. And Panetta's like, we don't have to shoot it down. Let's bring it down. It's a balloon. Go get it. The balloon up in the air. So they created a false dichotomy. Shoot it down. People could get hurt or killed. We could wipe out a polar bear or an elk or, you know, polar bear over Alaska or I don't know, elk or person or something. It's a false dichotomy. In fact, if you go get it and bring it down, we could have fully taken this thing apart without destroying parts of it, potentially by shooting it down and really examine it. I've got to question that, though. I, I don't know how you go get something attached to a balloon at 60,000 feet. You can't send a helicopter up there. Helicopters can't go that high. Well, he said we could do it on Wolf Blitzer. Okay. I, and I he would, said there would be tremendous value to oh, the I, no, I agree with reco- the, the, recovery of it. I agree with that. And, and if that were technically possible, um, I, would just, I would be very interested to see the details on how that could be done. Now, there have been things where we have recovered, um, say, um, things coming out of space that have been brought down on a parachute, and you send a plane there with uh, basically a grappling hook that can get it. But that's those are usually very small things. This thing was large and had a lot of drag to it and had a lot of weight to it. That's why it had such a large balloon uh, lofting it upwards. Well, maybe and, you know something Panetta doesn't. I don't know. No, 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 no. no I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying, please fill us in. I, I'm, I'm. Listen, I think Panetta knows a heck of a lot more than I do, Tara. I'm not trying to impugn Panetta. I'm simply saying. Please fill us in because the physics of that just don't work out. I, I would love to know how we could do that. He's also saying a third option was to, this is before Joe Biden finally shot it down, and his point was get the thing down. It should not be right. over our and airway. That's the, that's the main thing, yeah. Yeah, So, and he was saying, look, why don't we tell the Chinese, park it. Bring it down, land it. They're in control of it. Bring it down. And that wasn't done either. What this was was trying to buy as much time as possible so as to not have to take this down. 
you know, the most shocking thing about it was to me, even after people in the country are looking up and seeing this thing, it was so offensive. Mm-hmm. This is why this, this is, you know, polit- political stuff usually resonates with people who are in politics, right? This is one of those things that st- really struck the conscience of, of the American people. Yeah, this I mean, was really pe- bad PR for the Biden Yeah, it campaign. was. People who do not pay attention yeah. to politics and would rather go about their lives were talking about this over the week. I mean, I was at a big tournament this weekend, and I'm just walking around, and I'm hearing people, because it was slam-packed, and I'm hearing people I don't even know talk about this oh, yeah. balloon. Yeah. Yeah. They're just t- they're t- like, whoa, it's crazy. You know, people are just talking about it. Everybody's interested in it. People who don't normally talk right. to me about politics are talking about it. They want to know all about the balloon. This was an in-your-face provocation by the Chinese, bottom line. Mm-hmm. And the Biden people did everything they could for three days to try to not respond to this. Every excuse under the sun. And then they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Trump had a balloon. Uh, I'm well, not buying that. Yeah, I'm not either. That Okay, here's what we know about that right now. The... An undisclosed Biden defense official. When there's anonymous sources, yeah. that's how they did the entire Russia oh, hoax, yeah. okay? So somebody's lying here. Anonymous sources um, said that three balloon incursions on you know on the U.S. occurred um, under President Donald Trump. So, okay, so then they go through over the weekend, Fox News goes and gets like everybody from the Trump administration, including John Bolton, who hates Trump. Yeah. Right? Like if, yeah. if Bolton can throw Trump under the bus, he, he would have done so. Yeah. Okay. And Bolton's like, no, mm-mm, no, I, I served in that administration. No. The head of the Defense Intelligence Agency, Rick Grinnell, they, that is the highest um, surveillance agency, higher than the CIA, higher than the FBI. They yeah. see all of it. And he's like, uh, no, no, this didn't happen. So after that hit, they needed another good explanation for this, right? So then the Biden administration, by Sunday, the claim evolved to say, well, uh, the prior incursions were detected after the fact. And the bri- bi- and, and so the Department of Defense didn't know at the time, so that's why they didn't tell Trump and the officials. So this whole idea of what happened to Trump and he let it go, well, then they, had, they were forced to finally admit, well, okay, he didn't know if it happened under Trump. So where, who, who, how do they know? Well, yeah. somehow the intelligence community, they say, according to, quote, senior Biden administration official, unquote, just one, the intelligence community somehow figured out after the fact that this had happened. And do you think for one second that that intelligence committee or intelligence groups that were hell-bent on toppling Trump from the presidency because of the Russian collusion hoax and all the other stuff that they were involved with, do you think for one second that they would have put that information out there, that that um, this happened, this occurred, and Trump didn't react and didn't respond and, and is just simply uh, showing weakness to the Chinese? There's no way. Yeah. There's no way that would have happened. Because they're desperate. Yeah. But I think the Bloomberg article really, I mean, Bloomberg being left wing is the most devastated. Yeah. Is most devastating. And they flat out said um, that, look, they didn't want to cancel this meeting between our Secretary of State and the Chinese. They wanted to go forward with the meeting. And so they wanted to just ignore this provocation from the Chinese and pretend it didn't happen, even though they knew the Chinese knew. What's interesting to me, though, is the, what the Chinese are saying about that meeting now. They're saying, meeting? What meeting? We didn't have a meeting scheduled with you. Oh, They're, I didn't see yes, that Yes, they are That's denying weird. that there was even a meeting scheduled. 
They're saying, how can you cancel something that wasn't even scheduled? But yet there's there's evidence of this, and it, this is a meeting that has been scheduled, I think, since November or December. There's there's evidence and, and there's reporting of this previously. So the Chinese are lying about the fact that there had never been any discussion about a meeting. There was a meeting going to go on. They're just simply trying to say, do what Democrats usually say. Meeting? What meeting? No, there wasn't any meeting. Anyway, Marco Rubio, I think, nailing this. Yeah. I've been playing this audio all morning. I mean, this was time to the State of the Union. And it was time to, de- it was, de- look, all, this has been going, and I've been talking about this a lot on the Battleground podcast. All over the world, we are in a competition right now for our allies. And Russia and China are trying to mop them up. India, Saudi Arabia. Yes. And they want them all to drop our dollar. Nations in Africa. Yeah, trade trade in their own countries. currency. Yep. yep. Um, be they're they're part of the BRICS coalition and have been for twenty years. I had somebody earlier say on the text line, "You you have conspiracy theories." No, they've all been a member of BRICS for twenty years. Mm-hmm. That's you can look that up. Yeah. It's been around for a while, and BRICS's main goal uh, is to overthrow our currency and take the printing press. So this is China saying to Taiwan, "Look, you, you know what? Don't even fight. You should just surrender." Because I mean, this guy. This guy who lets us potentially fly an EMP over his country, this guy who's cool with, you know, balloon, our balloon going over his nuke facilities, you think this guy's going to protect you? Here's Rubio. The ability to collect information. But I think more than anything else, beyond just the ability to collect information, it is the, the, the ability to send a, a clear message, and that is that we have the ability to do this, and America can't do anything about it. If they're not going to be able to stop a balloon from flying over U.S. airspace, how is America going to come to your aid if we invade Taiwan or take land from India or take islands from the Philippines and Japan? And, and I think the fact that they would do that leading up to State of the Union, leading up to what was then Blinken's scheduled visit, none of that is a coincidence. And so we need to understand clearly there was messaging behind this. Yeah, like I said earlier, yeah. it's not a question of we can't. It's the fact it's a question of the Biden administration wouldn't do it. No. The U.S. military had the ability to take that thing down the second it got into the uh, territorial waters of the U.S. There, there's no question about that. I mean, we saw the evidence of that. They quickly, I mean, after it, you know, left the coast of South Carolina, got over into the, uh, the Atlantic Ocean, they, you know, sent an F-22 from Langley with a Sidewinder missile and took it down. That's it. I mean, it was very simple. It was, you know, probably one of the easiest missions that a U.S. Air Force fighter has ever had to do. I mean, it's a slow-moving vehicle. It's a, it's a balloon. It's, it's moving by the, the prevailing winds of the area. Look, you know, Chad Wolf is a former acting secretary of Homeland Security, Trump administration. He said, bottom line, Chinese spy balloon would never happen under an America first administration. And I think that's what China just brilliantly and aptly just, you know, just showed the American people. Mm -hmm. This was a demonstration of control of our president. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We live in unprecedented times, not seen ever, ever in this country, not since even the founding. The U.S. Population Center is literally shifting, and it's shifting at a rapid rate of speed. According to ABC News, on track this decade to take a southern swerve for the first time in U.S. history. In other words, the Population Center of America will move from the post-American territories, that is, territories still at least on a map that say they're America, but they're really not. It's a different culture. It's post-American. It's woke. It's not recognizably American culture. They don't have recognizable justice systems, recognizably American. They're a foreign invading virus-like culture, and people are fleeing. Not the least of which because you can't live there. You can't live there. We had a stunning stat today, bottled my mind, about the ongoing civil war. And this civil war, unlike any we've ever fought before, this is a cultural civil war, and the chief weapon used in it is the U-Haul. That's your battle brigade right there, your U-Haul. People are pop, you know, just packing up and leaving. They can't take it. New stat. There are now more people working, for the first time ever, it's never happened before, in Florida, that's the number one destination, than in New York. But who is moving? This scares a lot of you. We we're talking about this earlier on the show. My husband's been saying to me for a long time, he's been arguing, and I'm like, well, I don't know. And it turns out he's right. He said, this is us moving. These are all our people, the normals. People who are still, you know, want to cling to recognizably American culture. They want to be American. They lean right. Okay. New study out of Florida. This is fascinating to me. They track who has moved here, moved there from other places. They know this because they get new driver's license, right? So they can track the adults. Of the 1.1 million people that have moved to Florida since Ron DeSantis took office, care to guess how many of them registered Democrat? Because I can cross-reference it, reference it with the voter registrations. 1.1 million. What do you think? Just 17,000. So when Ron DeSantis says, leave your politics with you, if you voted for that left-wing garbage, Don't bring it here. They're not. 
half registered Republican, the rest independent, and then that 17,000 Democrat. So it's very few Democrats bringing that trash with them, at least not at this point. So they're still clinging to their post-American territories for now. Hard to say how long that will last, though. Did you see this over the weekend? This shows you kind of where we are, and it, it is literally shocking. It's a new study. Violence in these blue city, some of these blue city neighborhoods, significantly higher. Young men at significantly greater risk than U.S. troops faced in Iraq and Afghanistan full-on war zones. It's really amazing. It's absolutely amazing to see. So here's what they did. They looked in these blue areas. Okay, what's the most violent zip code? What has the highest crime? Violent crime, right? And then they compared it to Iraq and Afghanistan. Among This is for uh, Chicago. Among man, men ages 18 to 29, the annual rate of firearm, firearm or homicides in uh, Chicago zip code 60624, 1,277 per 100,000 people. That's double the death rate for U.S. troops in heavily engaged combat brigade in Iraq, 675 per 100,000. Yeah, but come on, Terry, you're just picking one violent zip code in Chicago. No, no, no. They kept going. Even when the researchers expanded their sample to include Chicago's zip codes ranked in the top 10% of violence, young men still faced a greater risk of dying than soldiers in Iraq or Afghanistan. The study also looked at Philadelphia, New York, Los Angeles. Most violent zip codes in Philadelphia far surpassed the risk of combat death by military service members, too. Okay, this stuff is spilling out. When you got Lori Lightfoot presiding over a Chicago in general, not just in those zip codes, but in general, 61% increase in violent crime in a single year. The arrest rate for crime has plummeted to 5%. What is this? This is the left adamantly demanding in their new culture, which is not recognizably America. If you are a Democrat voter or you are perceived to belong to a group that includes heavily Democrat voting propensities, the law cannot be applied to you. They are pushing dual justice down to the local level. And folks, they want to do this throughout our culture. This is not just criminals. Now that they've seen they've gotten away with this. Look, look, look at this. Let me let me show you this. Anyone who is not white is by the Democrats perceived to be one of their voting groups, right? This is just one example. Okay, you could I could find 10 of these a day if I wanted to. Headline. Um, there is a group at Princeton that is fighting the school's new ban on cheating. They had a cheating problem there, so they strengthened their ban on cheating. They're saying, this, this is a group of white liberal kids arguing that it unfairly targets non-whites and that non-whites should be allowed to cheat. Why? This is the same philosophy the left is using with crime. This is the same philosophy the left uses with China paying off Biden. We cannot speak of it. He's a Democrat. This is literally the operational code of the FBI. Princeton's underground honor code is what this group has written. And brown and black people, this is a liberal saying this, not me. 
I don't know, tend to cheat more than lighter skinned people. So if you bar cheating across the board, that is racist and it cannot be done. As a result, these students argue in this piece they've published, um, brown and black people become unfair targets of what she says is another system of oppression, the girl who wrote this. So they literally want to create a dual justice honor code with different guidelines and penalties depending on what color you are. How is that? Think about this for a minute. How is that any different than what they've done in Chicago or Philadelphia or New York that's causing this massive backlash? People move in here to, to, to the South. Folks, you know what the left is thinking here? Aside from instituting dual justice, they, they ultimately want to make, you know what they ultimately want? They want to create an environment with the, where if you post the wrong thing, say the wrong thing, think the wrong thing, go to the wrong church, use the wrong Bible, then come to your house and beat you senseless. That's what they want. That's the goal. That's where they're going with this. But in the short term, this is exactly what Cuba and Venezuela, a lot of other places have done. They let all the criminals out of the cells. They let them go. They send them turn loose. Why? Because they figure you can't fight them, the people in charge, if you're afraid to leave your driveway. Good morning. Okay. So when you look at all the players here with this Chinese balloon thing, it's a who's who of who's loyal to China. So you got Leon Panetta running around going, no, they could they could shoot it down. They could also take it down. So we could just bring it down. He's a former defense secretary. He didn't go into details of how, but he said we could. But that would actually be the best way to do it. So this is a false dichotomy. They let this thing go for days. Okay. Well, let's start with the guy who said it was too dangerous to shoot it down over land. Who's he? Head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Milley, one of Trump's worst appointments. But then there were so many that was so bad it's so hard to pick. But he's one of the worst. Do you remember who this guy was? He likened Donald Trump to Hitler and called his supporters, you and I, brown shirts. But remember uh, Bob Woodward's book. After Trump left office, we find out that Milley committed treason. Millie, Millie called his Chinese counterpart on two occasions to deliver two messages. And they were shocking. If Trump that, you know, because if Trump had lost the, uh, the election, if Trump took action against China before Biden could take over, Millie would do two things. He would call China and warn them we were going to take military action and he would disobey Trump. He, he, he told China, I am not going to attack you. I don't, it doesn't matter what the commander in chief tells me. I'm not doing it. One of those calls was before Trump lost the election. The other one uh, was during, you know, when he was a lame duck, but before Biden was sworn in. He told the Chinese, according to Woodward's book, and Millie's later confirmed this, he told the Chinese that he thought Trump was deranged, was demented. So um, what Millie had done, this is the treason part. Well, this is part of the treason part. What Millie did uh, was gather 
um, all of his joint chiefs of staff. So he gathers them all together and has them pledge allegiance to him instead of the commander-in-chief. That in an emergency or any kind of attempt by Trump to attack China or take any kind of, you know, action against China that would be military, nuclear, anything like that, um, that they would pledge allegiance to him, that they would ignore Trump and listen to him. That was your guy arguing, well, we just need to let it go. Just let it just let it go. Let that balloon go. Let that little balloon go. It's okay. China, shoot. What about Blinken, our Secretary of State, who was just determined to get to that Chinese meeting, no matter how the Chinese humiliated us. What about him? Well, before he was Secretary of State, guess what gig he had? He was on a 100% Chinese-funded salary from who we don't know. They were anonymous. He was the manager of the UPenn Center. You know the place. With the 1,800 boxes of Biden's documents on 33 pallets, some of which we know were classified. Remember how Chinese nationals came and went through the UPenn Center? We still don't know who. I'm obsessed with knowing who. Who was the manager of the center again? Oh, our Secretary of State, cool. Anthony Blinken, the guy who's like, yeah, whatever. Just let him surveil the nuke site. Just let him fly over military installations. I don't care. I got to get to China. I got to get more money. He's on. They're on the payroll, folks. If there was any justice in our country, which there's not, Blinken's home would have been raided months ago. Instead, we're sending him off to China. He'd do just about anything to go meet with the Chinese. Now, let me give you the backdrop here. Okay, let's pull the camera way back. Let's look at the real background of this Chinese balloon. What what is going on here lately? Because it is shocking. Last week, and I made a huge deal about this, Joe Biden put that Minnesota mine, probably the most critical mine in our entire country, huge coal reserves, yes, but also 88% of our cobalt, uh, a third of our copper, and a third of our nickel. Why, why are those three elements important? We need them for tech. You want to have a phone? We need them for that. But most of, importantly, they're critical to our defense technology. Biden put the mine off limits for 20 years. Environment, he said. Well, what we learned last week, as Biden was doing this, Joe, John Kerry was in China secretly cutting a deal with China to buy those very same minerals from them, especially the cobalt. We weren't supposed to find out about that deal. You know what that is? That is the Biden's latest, greatest grift. It's one of their biggest and best grifts ever. Can you see why they wouldn't want to offend the Chinese? Now, who's John Kerry? Well, he's our... He's our climate star. But why is John Kerry running around doing Biden's bidding? Because the Kerry's have Biden's, been Biden's partner throughout this whole thing. They've really come out unscathed, which is shocking. I think because Christopher Hines, who is John Kerry's stepson, doesn't do the blow uh, and, the, and the prostitutes. Who co-founded Rosemont Capital with Hunter Biden? Chris Hines did. They're in business together. Have been for a long time. Have been for a long time. So John Kerry goes over there and cuts a deal. Hey, we, we need to buy cobalt from you because Joe Biden just put all our cobalt off limits. What happens when 88% of America's cobalt and a third of its copper and nickel is put off limits? What happens then? Price goes through the roof. Who profits? China. 
This is a grift. They couldn't wait to get over there and hobnob. You know what's even weirder? Uh, I saw an article pointing this out. Scott, it's in the stack. I, I don't even know who did it yet. It says I want to give him credit, but have you noticed something weird? Joe Biden has not condemned the Chinese for this. Have you noticed that? Hasn't publicly warned them, never violate our airspace again. Hasn't talked up. Hasn't condemned them. Has done nothing of the sort. He did brag about the planes that shot it down. How cool they were and how great they were for shooting it down. But have you noticed he has, he has not condemned this? He's not warned them. He's not rebuked them in any way. Not personally. And folks, this was after refusing to answer questions for three days. And that, all of that, was in the midst of this absolutely shocking display. This is at the DNC. He's speaking late Friday. This thing is just a rip-roaring controversy by then. Biden has said absolutely nothing. There's been some people in his administration have spoken, but not Biden. And he's speaking to the DNC. And he doesn't mention the balloon at all. It's the hottest topic in America. But he goes on and on and on about he's, he's got just how him and Chairman Xi are the best of friends. They are such great friends. They traveled 17,000 miles together one time, he said, because they're great friends. And they were sitting there on the plateau together as they often hang out, being great friends and all. And she was asking, you know, what makes America what America is? And Biden said, promise. Folks, the 17,000 mile story is a total lie. He's told him many times before. The Washington Post has debunked it. It didn't happen. He didn't tra- travel with, Z- with, with she. So Biden's walking around gushing about how he and she are friends as the balloon is just traveling across our military installations, traveling to sensitive areas, going through South Carolina. He doesn't condemn it. Of course not. Look, folks, documented total haul for the Biden family that we know of and five deals, $31 million with the Chinese. Now, listen, there is 150 more potentially money laundering transactions that have been flagged by the Treasury algorithms, right? That's just four of five, five of them. So, I mean, we're talking Chinese money, Biden's, I mean, we're talking it could be hundreds of millions of dollars. We don't, we don't know yet because we've been able to intercept and get uh, less than a dozen of these transactions. So we don't know how owned Joe is. But he told the 17 miles story. And this is when he says, you know, him and Chair and G are such, just such great friends. This is what Joe Biden really thinks. Remember this? China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man. They're not bad folks, folks. But guess what? They're not a they're, they're not, they're competition for us. And if they want to fly over our most sensitive military and nuclear facilities, ah, that's great.
Oh, you got to love this. Let me translate this for you. If And remember what I tell you, if you're intelligence agencies at the Pentagon, CIA, State Department, any of you or any of them are telling you something about Russia, assume it's a lie. A big, fat lie. Because all they do about Russia is lie. Russia is our scapegoat for all the bad stuff they do. So remember when the Nord pipeline broke, uh, the Nord Stream pipeline exploded? And with no evidence of any kind, our intel agencies or Defense Department went out there and went, yes, yeah, Russia. Okay, let me remind you what was happening at the time. Right, uh, Germany was desperate. They still are. They're still in the thick of winter. They're freezing. They had spent, Germany had billions of dollars building the Nord to get the Russian natural gas, right? And Russia says to him, look, Look, we're in a disagreement over this Ukraine invasion. But we'll turn on the pipeline. You can have all the natural gas you, you need to be nice and warm. You could actually run your factory instead of shutting them down. And all you got to do is pay in rubles. That's it. Instead of dollars like you have been. Just pay in rubles. In fact, uh, Russia even came back with a secondary offer. Well, we might let you pay in your own currency. You, you might not even have to pay for it in rubles. You just can't pay for it in dollars. That's a huge amount of natural gas. When Germany pays in dollars, it artificially props up our dollar. It gives us our lifestyle. So who was the only country that was going to take it on the chin if Germany waffled? And by the way, the polls inside Germany, America, the, the, the polls inside Germany, these Germans desperately wanted to be warm. They want to run their factories. They want to have jobs. They don't want the lights to go out. They were for turning this pipeline on. It looked like Germany was going to do it. And then kablooey. How convenient. It blows up. So our intelligence agencies, our military goes, ha ha, the Russians. So whatever they say, whenever the word Russia, Russians comes out of their mouth, all you should hear is blah, 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 because they're lying to you. These are the people who brought you Russia collusion, the Russia collusion hoax. They never tell the truth about Russia, ever. And somehow, and I was amazed by this, somehow you know, it's 24 hours later, the Nord is blown up. The Germans are freezing, and somehow we knew it was the Russians. We never did say how, though. It's weird. Well, that was a long time ago, September 2022, relatively speaking. And again, we somehow knew within 24 hours it was the Russians, because it's always the Russians with us. Well, Germany just announced that they have completed their investigation to find out who did it. They say there's no evidence it was the Russians. Okay, it's Germany's own pipeline. They paid for it. Russia built it, but they paid for it. And Russia gave them complete access to the pipeline to investigate. Why'd they do that? Because Russia didn't do it. We're lying again. And what did they find? They've been investigating since October. Like, at the site. Surveillance footage, all of it. They say Russia didn't do it. There's no evidence Russia did it. Well, gosh darn, then, if the Germans been investigating all that time, they got got satellites, they got everything. They can't prove Russia did it. What? How do we know within 24 hours if we didn't do any of that? What's going on here? Why was this released this weekend? Chinese spy balloon. Because Germany knows we did it. They're not stupid.
Germany knows we did it. And Germany knows we do bad things. We blame it on the Russians. This is who we are, folks. If Russia didn't do that, and we did, that is an act of terrorism against our European allies. Notice Germany didn't say who did do it. There's a reason for that. We're the only ones who would have done this. Do we think China's going to go do it? Why? What do they care? They want the thing turned on. They want payment. And anything but dollars. They're in a currency war with us. They have been for a while. I mean, they it's not a secret. They, they've told us. We, we want to dethrone the dollar. They've been telling us that for 20 years. But it's not a secret. They're not exactly hiding it. So what, what is this? This is Germany seeing the U.S. in a weakened position, as we are in, and calling BS on us. Did you hear about this in the mainstream media? Nah. It was all but blacked out. That was a huge story when the Nord blew up. And Russia didn't do it. Says the country that was the victim of it. Take it up with that. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 